last time on Almost Heroes. We set off from Tintown, headed south towards the lower Highwood to find Oswin's family armor. On the edge of the forest, we ran into Grilder and Ara, some uh, real fun Aarakocra girl and this grouchy mage dude. Uh, they were headed north to join the Revivifus. We camped with them for a while and uh, then in the night, Cosmo saw a strange shadow figure, and Glynn thought he saw the face of Rangrim's daughter Regalia in the darkness. In the morning, we continued deeper into the high wood, and started encountering lots of these glowing purple mushrooms emitting a strange haze. Cosmo summoned his spectral steed, his horse, and went to scout ahead as the mushrooms started popping, making this haze even worse. Cosmo was able to make it back to the group, but as he did, a spectral figure of a woman appeared in front of us. And that's where we left off. Yeah, thank you very much, Dan. Uh, and with that, that brings us to episode 20, Night Terrors. pick up with uh, this haze is just kind of like all these mushrooms that started popping and this kind of haze that kind of started obscuring everything and had overtaken all of you as Glenn and Rangram are sitting on the top part of the cage of the cart. Uh, Cosmo was sitting atop his spectral warhorse uh, back casual. at the cart. Yeah, casual spectral ca warhorse. Casual, casual spectral warhorse that we had no idea he could cast. We bought fucking uh, donkeys. <laughs> and then kind of as Cosmo had arrived back at the cart and you all were kind of collecting yourselves, uh, you all looked over and there was just the spectral form of a woman uh, through pretty much standing right next to Cosmo and uh, the cart. So uh, that is where we will pick up. Um, and so this, this form of this woman, she kind of just cocks her head at you and then uh, disappears, but when she disappears, she doesn't disappear entirely. Uh, she turns into like a ball of blue light that Jen then just kind of zips off the path a little bit, and uh, as it's going through, it's kind of, um, it seems to be kind of displacing some of the, the haze, and then it just hovers maybe 30 feet off, just, just off the path um, in the in part of the denser part of the forest. So what do you all want to do? Uh, if I recall correctly, Glenn and Rangram were playing cards. So, Jin, I won. You got you owe me gold. We bet five gold on this hand, right? Jin is a liquor. No, we were playing Jin, right? Is that what we are playing? What were you playing? Solitaire. Oh, no. <laughs> you only had half a deck, bud. Well, that's why I suck at this game. Uh, hey, look, Cosmo's back. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> well, uh, well, while you is uh, playing card games, there's this uh, funny little figure here staring at us. And uh, why don't you go on and uh, say hello? Does, do I see the orb anymore? Is it like flown off into the distance? It's flown about uh, 30 feet off the path, and it is just hovering now at this point. Look over and... <laughs> Just looked at Cosmos like, I, I don't see anybody, man. It's just a little floating ball out there. Is this one of your tricks? Rangram, are you in on this one, too? Mm -mm. That one's yeah. not me. Co Cosmos stares at the orb, uh, or what he thought he saw was a person. But do they only see an orb? 
No, so um, it was a person. It, it appeared uh, next to the cart and next to you as a person. And then oh, okay. it kind of like shrunk down into an orb. And then that orb kind of flew off uh, the path about 30 feet uh, and kind of like through the haze and is now hovering about 30 feet away. Well, it was, it was a thing, but now it's a smaller thing. Uh, it, it was a person. It, 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 it looked like the lady. Uh, it didn't say anything to me, but it, you know, I don't know. What do I do? Do I try and, is it like trying to get us to go somewhere? I mean, did you talk to it? Well, no, it just looked at me funny. I mean, Rangram would fight it. Rangram, if, if a lady later looked at you weird, would you fight her? Well, she's... It depends. What's, weird, what's a weird look? Yeah, Cosmo, can we see the face? It, it was, yeah, it what was, exactly did it, it look was, like? It was one of, well, I can't. It was a lady. It was spectral and uh, trans, transient. It was, you could see through it. What's their word? What's their word? It was on the Dust Dogs <laughs> last week. No, it's oh, transient. Oh, 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 oh. Transparent. Trans yeah. Right, right. That, that's I think the word. it was transportation. Transportation? No, no, no. It's, it's transparent. Transparent. It's Remember, remember your DOS Dogs wrapper. Rangram saves all of them. Check right, in your, your right, bag. Right. Do, you, do you have the DOS Dog wrappers? We need well, to know yeah, this well, those, well, well, they're supposed them, to... but that's what I'm, I'm making me smokes out of. They're, well, they're supposed <laughs> to be like flashcards. You just you just cycle through them, and that's, you know, anyways, whatever. It was a lady, <laughs> and she looked at me funny, and it went something like this. It, went... it was like that. And then... Huh. And then apparently... I mean, well, now it's turned into a little ball and it's floating away. Well, let's say hi. It's probably Oswin's mom. Anybody know shoot, her name? Shoot. Did she ever tell us her name? You were the only one that saw Oswin, remember? I don't think you I know mean, her name. You said you were so invested in his life. I, I figured, you know, no. so what? yell out, Oswin's mom! Did she say anything? Uh, hmm. Roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Oh, why am I doing this? <laughs> I don't know. You always do it. Shut up, Glenn. <laughs> uh, it's not bad. 16. Um, okay. I mean, not uh, good. It's, it's... <laughs> I'll say that the, the orb uh, kind of does like a, kind of starts moving in like a figure eight pattern. And um, actually, roll me a three. Roll me a perception checks. Perception. That one's better. That's not. Not based on, it's going to be based on sight, so you won't get the advantage, Glenn. Uh, dirty 20. Um, okay. Uh, you're seeing that um, as it's moving around the figure eight, it does seem to be continuing to displace this uh, this haze, this, this violet haze. Hmm. Um, and it seems like it's kind of like forcing it to be farther away from it. And so like as it moves around, it's clearing a bigger, a bigger gap uh, around itself of this haze. Well, I think you're right, Cosmo. I think it wants us to follow it. It's well, giving us a path. Well, uh... I guess I'll uh, move on. I'll ride up ahead, and uh, you guys can bring on bring the cart. Would we be able to drive the cart through this? Does Are it look like there's like open the donkeys? The, oh, they're yeah. out! Damn it! Yeah, yeah. Champagna and uh, and Cologne are absolutely still napping from the uh, effects of the mist, the haze. Well, uh, guess we can we can walk. Well, you can walk. 
You uh, you can't you can't maybe fit one more of us on that that big old horse ears. Well, likely, I can definitely fit one more at least. Rangrim gets on the horse. <laughs> I I wanted to walk anyways. Right. Well, hey, you, you just you good in the trees and stuff, right? Wait, is uh, hold on. Is is Cosmo being big spoon or little spoon now, or is one hundred percent? I'm I. Cosmo <laughs> is the little grabbing spoon. grabbing the reins. <laughs> He's ghosting him. <laughs> right around right around the, but, the waist, like snugly, like a scared girlfriend on a motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> totally just teaching him how to make pottery. I love it. Wait, oh yeah. I, I'm still I'm getting swazzed right now. Oh god. <laughs> Sorry, Cosmo. I'm I'm still really not sure if I'm on the back or the front. Hey. Just whatever whatever your heart tells you. Um yeah, so you all are heading. Uh, you, you all are starting to uh, walk over. What's uh, what's the marching order? Um, well, if it seems like she's clearing a path, I would, and she's about thirty feet away. Um, I would kind of like follow. I would probably just kind of move in like ten feet and see what it does. Okay. Um, Cosmo, roll me a uh, survival check, or whoever's. Uh, drive, I guess driving the horse, right? Whatever, driving the horse. Uh, roll me a uh, survival check with advantage. And then, uh, Glenn, I need you to roll me one without advantage, with just regular. Um, uh, what? Okay. What am I doing at this time? A survival check. Because you're walking. So basically, you guys are walking oh, I, off I'm, the path. I'm not walking. I was going to take a page from Rangrim's book and hop up into a tree and stay oh, okay. above the, the cloud level and just go tree oh, to cool. tree. Acrobatics I'll still do a survival check, but okay. No, no, acrobatics is fine. And I uh, also have my thing over my face, my little scarf. Yeah, you guys all have your face covered right now, I believe. Rangram's beard is like... Yeah, I was going to say, so my beard just tied up over my face. <laughs> a DOS dog slips out and you start eating it. <laughs> I, would just, I would just presume that we were up high enough to be out of it. It uh the the fog uh it kind of overtook the entire thing, but mm. the, with them clearing the path, you, there's a lot less like in the you guys are riding through this like pathway that has been cleared by this uh, this orb or figure. Um, it's so like eleven. You, for yeah, it's not too bad. Um, okay, uh, yeah, you are trying to jump up in the trees, and I think that your vision is being obscured kind of by, uh, and so like as you're trying to jump from tree to tree, uh, you are not moving very quickly, and you're having a hard time keeping track of them on the ground because of the Shit. haze. Uh, I kind of like cough a little bit into my um, scarf. I'm like, Rangram, <laughs> uh, I'm going to need you to just keep talking to me. I need to be able to follow your voice. I, I keep losing track of you. Rangrim, what, what, where, where are you? And he shouts it, and I'm like still <laughs> hugged. I'm still like cozied up right behind Cosmo, so it's like right in his ear, screaming in his ear. <laughs> I take it tinnitus. Uh, I would be then just trying to follow as best I can. I imagine it'd be slower because I can't really see much, but I'd be trying to follow uh -huh. his their voice. Okay, yeah, I'll say that you're not you don't trip out of the tree or anything. You're able to do it. You're just moving at a much slower, more careful pace. Does my um, does the steed have like a spectral would it have um, i think it yeah sure does it <laughs> yeah i think it can have like a slight bio like a slight like luminescence to it not too crazy but yeah uh, no so... not like no blot nothing blinding or... um yeah i just need i need a survival check with advantage uh, from you if you uh, uh, a nat 20 
Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So you're able to basically though, that was just a check against, uh, you're going off trail now. So like whether or not you you're able to navigate that properly. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, absolutely no problem. This fucking, this spectral steed is, uh, able to glide over it without issue, uh, whether or not that is your doing or the horse is doing, uh, we can leave up to, uh, you know, the gods there, but that's, uh, Cosmo's newfound height. Um, yeah, so it, when you once you start getting closer to this orb, um, it it's kind of zooms off and it does the same thing. It stays another 30 feet. And so would you just continue on that pathway then? And it kind of is, it's not following like directly along the path. It's kind of going in and out and kind of going on these, these kind of this winding path that's making itself, it seems like. Is it, but is it, so like it went out 30 feet. Does it kind of veer back toward that? It's staying off of the path, it seems, and, and it gets closer to the river sometimes, and then gets closer to the path, but it's kind of moving between the two currently, and it's just kind of, uh, it's, it's, it seems like it's blazing its own trail, but it seems to also know what it's doing, and you're able to follow this, this uh, section of haze that is much, much thinner, um, and as, actually, as you guys are moving, um, you are taken off guard for a second uh, as a, another uh, like another orb comes whipping out of the uh, the woods and then appears in the form of a uh, of a man, a human man, and then goes and turns back into an orb and then kind of goes and then the two are kind of like spiraling and creating an even like larger area of displaced haze as you're kind of going. Um, and then can I get a another perception check from probably from Glenn first? Did it look like they were like, you know, touching? like wet spots or did it look like they were like <laughs> circling each other kind of circling each other yeah all right i just want to know how much i perceive uh that's not good uh 11 yeah 11 total okay uh you feel like you can start to see the form of some sort of larger uh, object or structure out in the fog ahead of you just kind of as it, it's darkening uh, and you can see kind of above the tree tops there's like this peak that's almost sticking out Oh, so it's the house itself is presumably taller than these trees. Uh, you can well, you can just see that there's some sort of clearing coming up, and that the okay. peak of a house is kind of you can see it through the haze. Okay, uh, boys, I think we're uh, we're getting pretty close. It's just a little bit further. Follow the uh, the dancing orbs. What? Well, should we get back on the road? They seem to just be wandering about. Can I see if the road clearing is anywhere near, or can I only see the clearing? That's the. Um. I think from where you're at and with that perception check, you wouldn't have been able to see the road and kind of Do, whether or not it's going to the same road location. The serpentining that it did, would I remember which direction the road was? Um, like how? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you would know that the road is to your uh, right, essentially, right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, we can start making our way right, but I don't know if the road necessarily connects to the house. I can't, I can't see the road from here. All right, well, I guess we'll just keep moving along then. You doing all right back there? Very much so. <laughs> uh, are, you, are you talking to me, Cosmo? Uh, I didn't hear anything after you asked that question. Is Rangram alive? Right, he's there. He's, it sounds like barely, but I feel him. I just keep going. <laughs> so many jokes here. I'm just gonna, we're just going to keep going. Oh, my God. This is a family show, okay? <laughs> Um, yeah, so <laughs> after a, uh, a pretty short uh, time of continuing to follow them, um, you start seeing that it uh, 
you see an opening and clearing coming up through the trees. The trees are thinning as if there's like something coming up ahead and um, you actually break through the tree line and it's still like pretty, uh, pretty obscured because of this like purple haze that is all around. And it's, so it's kind of like a low light situation, but you are not in like the dense dark forest anymore. Um, and as you kind of break through uh, these two, uh, these two orbs kind of both whip towards the front of the house and then just kind of both appear as figures standing on the front porch and then both turn back into orbs and just kind of zoom back past you and uh, you are alone. The house that you're seeing is this, it is at one point in time, you can tell it was an extremely, extremely affluent manor. It is, it's it's once, it looks like maybe it used to have a second story that has uh, probably like half the roof has collapsed in on it, but the bottom floor seems to be relatively still together. Um, it is completely overgrown. There are just vines creeping up the entire thing. There are these, the same purple mushrooms are like just kind of sticking out of every single plank of this building. Um, and uh, it is, at one point in time was extremely uh, a beautiful structure, but is now been very much taken back by nature. And ahead of you, you see uh, what looks like two very sturdy front doors uh, that are just up a little bit of a, uh, a walkway. Well, uh, I think this might be where your armor is, uh, Glenn. I uh, think you might be onto something. Uh, since you guys got a, you know, big, big friendly god on your side why don't you guys go ahead and take first crack at this one i'll uh you know us, us non-believers will follow up make sure everything's you know safe back here you but, know my god or whatever it is like keeps trying to like kill me and stuff right i don't really think he likes me and cosmo don't know i think you're just scared of ghosts but it's definitely not my quest we're here for yeah okay That's yeah he said he's gonna pay us when we get back right yeah, it's on delivery, and I just start walking towards the house. Uh, I would like to investigate, like, the entryway towards the steps and the doorway. Do I see, like, any traps or any, like, runes? Like, it might be, like, cursed or warded in any way? I mean, it's de this house is definitely ruined, for sure. <laughs> ruined? <laughs> um, yeah, Without roll, the me a, roll me an investigation check. I don't even know if I'm good at that. Why do I ask these questions? It's good to know your character. Uh, 16. Um, yeah. So <laughs> you're walking up to this door and you're, you're keeping an eye out for runes and whatnot. And you're kind of like looking at it and you're like, huh, that, like the way that the light is, you're like, that shadow's in a weird spot. And then as you're thinking that the shadow drops in, down into like the dark shadowed part of the floor. Um, and I you don't see any, <laughs> like, I, I jump back basically to where the guys are. Uh, boys, we might want to take our time before we just go in there. Uh, there's definitely something something in there. I, I didn't get a good look at it, though. Maybe we should uh, case around the place, see if there's maybe another entrance or uh, right. something less ominous. Right. Well, I think I'm about done with this steed. How do I make it go away? <laughs> 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 that's it it dies it, it just it, it seems it just, good you will it out of existence it disappears <laughs> oh hey, that's pretty cool and i, I clap and poe appears and then i clap and poe disappears 
oh god no i don't want to go back to the darkness (laughs) (laughs) not the dark room um now yeah you 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 uh, unmake your horse real quick and then you all are just on foot um the clearing around this is pretty much like aside from just being full of like what was probably lawn furniture and or different like smaller buildings outbuildings uh, maybe a stable things like that and you can actually see now that the road doesn't it does in fact meet up here but it seems to kind of come in from a pretty far uh right hand angle it kind of curves in um it but mostly it's all uh unobstructed all the way around this um this this manor building so you can walk around the building if you need to to take looks at other ways in well guys as much as i'd like to uh do a lap i think it's probably best we just just go in the front door like if it's here let's just go in and find it get the armor we'll get out we don't have to dilly dally and oh well you know by all means it's just like take a bow and point him straight to the door yeah the the door looks like it's a it's a very uh sturdy looking wooden door that's braced by metal um Uh, i walk up the steps um and i would like cast uh divine sense okay uh to detect uh it allows me to detect good and evil um, and I sense anything affected by like a hollow spell or can know the location of any celestial fiend or undead. I'll get I'll give you this. Um, you get the sense of at least three to four uh, fiends inside and uh, one very, very strong feeling of an undead. Well, fellas, there's definitely at least a good handful of uh, undead slash uh, ghost type things in here but uh i think we we best we just try and go through the front door and uh cosmo steps up and gives the door a good kick okay uh give me a give me a strength check uh when he does that glenn hides glenn like for sure just like (laughs) tries to duck up against the wall of the building like just on the other side of the doorway just like oh fuck uh a strength Check that is a, or acrobat or athletics would be fine. Is a sixteen to kick the door. I got a nineteen to hide um, or kick the door open. Whatever. Yeah. So uh, a nineteen to it, hide. This is a nineteen oh. to hide. Mine's a sixteen to kick the door. Okay. Um. I'll say that uh, you kick the door and you your foot goes straight through the rotted wood, but the iron, uh, the iron like structure of the door itself holds together. And uh, so your foot is now just stuck straight through the door. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, also, uh, um, Glenn, uh, one thing you would have noticed when you were doing your investigation earlier, above, um, kind of above the door, uh, there is the name Bronze Guard, um, is like written in like a bronze above the doorway. There's a Bronze Guard on Bronze Guard? Mm-hmm. But, well, that didn't quite go as planned. And you said it's a, like an iron bar, like across the door? It has, a, it's basically a, a wooden, a heavy wooden door that has uh, in, reinforced by like iron bracings. Okay. I help Cosmo out of the door, like grab him behind the, like around the waist. I'm like, come on, man. And just like start yanking on his leg to like get out. But it didn't, that didn't go as planned. Uh, Rangrim, you're up next. 
Uh, Sam, there's plenty of iron with your name on it, my friend. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. Turn it into a doorknob. Right, just make a doorknob. I can't make doorknobs. I make things out of doorknobs. There's probably a doorknob, guys. You guys have just haven't tried to open the door yet. Is there a doorknob? Oh. <laughs> there's, there's definitely a doorknob. Oh, and Rangram just tries to open the door. It's locked. Damn it. <laughs> well, Glenn, we're back around to you, my friend. <laughs> the, the DM pump fake. That was brutal. <laughs> Are there uh, any windows or anything on the front of the this uh, building? Uh, yes, there are uh, definitely windows. Oh, they're, I mean, pretty, they're pretty nasty, covered with uh, lots of uh, vines, and just like you can't see through them unless you like clean them off. I begin to pick the lock. Okay, uh, slide of hand. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Sixteen. Uh, yeah, I'll say you're able to do that, and uh, yeah, that you you mess around with it a little bit, and you you start messing with it at first, and you're like. Oh, that's a way older lock. And then you start like, you're like, it, you're actually trying too hard. And then you realize it's a much older lock and you're able to just like get in there and kind of, it's like a skeleton key style lock. I was going um, for six tumblers and there was only one the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Yeah. You're like, this, this isn't a schleg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you're able to, uh, you're able to do that. And the door uh, just kind of like does the ominous haunted house, like slight creak. Yeah. Open. Slowly opens it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, as I open, I go, Osmond's mom, you in there? Do I hear anything? I want to cast Thaumaturgy to make the door shut directly in Glenn's face and I'm oh behind him and go, boo! <laughs> uh, yeah, roll me a uh, intimidation check with advantage. <laughs> yeah, 100%. You already intimidated him before, too, last episode. What What did he cast? That was a 16. Uh, thaumaturgy. I can open or close like an unlocked door with it. I Just a Christmas save with seven. You can, do, you can do a lot of shit with that, can't you? Kendra, yeah, thaumaturgy, you can do a lot of weird stuff, but one one of the things specifically is opening or closing unlocked doors. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, so, uh, oh yeah, uh, Glenn, how, how do you react to having the shit scared out of you? I turn and punch him in the face. I'm like, ah! Go <laughs> fist, like, back up. Um, yeah, roll a, uh, I don't think you're proficient with unarmed. No, and I got a one. <laughs> I punch the post next to him. <laughs> ah, son of a... Um, Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take damage for that just because it just seems right. So I, I assume so, the door slams. So I assume the door slams shut and then kind of just creaks back open again. If there's no locking mechanism, like I would have just slammed it and yep. probably would have just creaked back open. And it's looking mighty dark in this very friendly looking home. Yeah. Um. Actually, you all are in this very dark entryway, just kind of like a mudroom entry room thing. Uh, there is a, a shelf off to your right that just has like moldy old shoes and like disintegrating umbrellas and whatnot and like the shelves themselves are kind of collapsed from time. Um, this this building, uh, if you were going to date it, seems like it hasn't had anyone here in probably easily easily like 80 plus years. Do we, do we see any of the glowing orbs in there or is it all, just all very dark? You do not see any glowing orbs. There doesn't seem to be any lights whatsoever in this place. Well, boys, it's dark in here. And I start to creep towards the little doorway in front of me very stealthily. Okay. And I, like, kind of put my back up to the doorway and, like, kind of peek my head around the corner. Okay. Um, yeah. Roll me a, uh, yeah, roll me an investigation. Investigation or perception? Uh, investigation if you're looking for something in particular perception if you're just looking for general knowledge of the area 
looking for general knowledge of the area. Uh, same bonus. Uh, 19 total. Okay. Um, you're probably scared for a second as you as you look around the corner and you see that there are uh, there's a suit of armor uh, that is just sitting against the wall. Um, it is it's like a, a dark like a dark steel kind of armor color, uh, and it's also extremely old and colored, covered in every single kind of cobweb that is imaginable. Um, so that probably startles you for a second. Um, but then basically, what you see in this room is just like this is just kind of like in uh, you know like a big open chamber uh, that has like a big antique uh, chandelier hanging from the ceiling. Uh, there's like a big moldy red rug on the ground. Uh, and then aside from that, there are a couple different doorways that are opening off of this, but um, the door itself is flanked on either side by one of these matching suits of armor. And uh, they're both carrying spears. But yeah, that's kind of what you see. Uh, boys, we look to be alone, but I would uh, I'd be careful of the shadows. Things were moving in a weird way earlier. But well, I can uh, I can confirm that we are in fact not alone, but uh, I reckon find this armor. Uh, out. Uh, I agree. Um, Glenn, in case things get a little hairy, and I'm gonna put my hand on his scimitar on his back and cast magic weapon on it, which makes it a magic for the purposes of overcoming resistance as well as a plus one for the next hour, as long as I maintain concentration on it. Nope. Right. So just right. think okay. really fucking hard on it, like, magic, 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 magic. Yeah. I like uh, the idea that Rangrim has a Popeye eye when he's, he's doing it. Well, I guess you only have one eye, so you're always Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we walk in the front door, like, what do we see in the entryway? Any uh, pictures or... Mm, that's a good question. Um, I don't think you good see question. any pictures in here. I think that there are is maybe like artwork on the wall, but I don't think it's like family uh, photos or anything mm -hmm. like that in this, in this entry chamber, at least. Mm -hmm. There's like old pictures of boats and stuff. Anything that any other uh, a, a person on a, a horse of some sort or something. Okay. Okay. Well, uh. He just kind of like walks really casually up to. Is there only one doorway out of this? Out of the entry chamber, yes. There's only one door. All right. So he just kind of like casually steps up to the front door right here. Uh, yep. Okay. And uh, I fucking love this this lighting. It's so cool. <laughs> this dynamic lighting. Um, and I kind of just get a reception on the room like that i'm kind of okay yeah uh glenn did do the same kind of perception check and got pretty good so um unless you're looking for anything in particular it's probably gonna be the same perception check okay all right did you miss that uh i must have i must okay. have missed it um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll just do a, i'll just do a quick one um you're looking it's a it's big open room uh it looks like there's multiple doors coming off of it anything that's on the map is an open door you can go through mm -hmm. um but uh Big, uh, heavy-duty chandelier hanging in the middle of the room. Uh, it's completely dark in here, and there seems to be, like, it's flanked on either side of the door by these old suits of armor that are, like, this dark steel, each carrying a spear, uh, covered in tons of cobwebs, and then there is a big, like, moldy rug on the ground, and that's kind of the uh, entirety of the room. I think there's, like, a fireplace in one on one side as well. All right. Well, uh, fellas, uh, it's, it's pretty dark in here. Anybody, we might need a torch or a light. Something. Is the the chandelier? Is it a like candle chandelier? Are there still candles in it? 
yeah, I'll say that there are some, there are definitely candles still in it. And there I are say, torches not lit that are around the room that if you want well, yeah. to grab one off the wall. So I pull a torch out of just my bag because who doesn't have a torch in D&D 5e and uh, light it with uh, my tinderbox. I look to Cosmo with my mage hand. I'm like, ah, watch your head. And I just like float it over him and I start to light the chandelier. Uh, I'm a dwarf, remember? Oh yeah. So it just goes like, watch your head <laughs> and it stays the same route. <laughs> uh... It gives him a little like playful bop and then keeps going. Awesome. So you're trying to light the chandelier? Yes, with my mage okay. hand. From okay, so, um, yeah, so it goes, the, the room itself, like, though the second floor looks like it is mostly collapsed or has partially collapsed, the, the top floor, it, like this, you're probably still, like, it's 15 feet, probably to the ceilings are pretty high ceilings. Uh, and so, yeah, he goes up there, and uh, you light this chandelier. And with that being lit, um, I will, I can't really adjust where your guys' vision is because it's based on the walls, but, um, yeah, it is... Uh, yeah, the room illuminates and, uh, and kind of like has a really nasty kind of burning, like burning hair and, and cobweb smell for a little bit. And, uh, but yeah, no, the, the room is fully illuminated. Uh, as the room would illuminate, Cosmo would kind of step into the room. Okay. Just into the doorway. That go. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, as you walk into the room, uh, you see just a more well-illuminated version of what you saw before. Uh, there are at least one, two, three, four, five, six other doors off of this room. Wow. Well, uh, fellas, this just seems like a big room with doorways. Uh, anybody want to take a crack at where we should try and look? Rangrim's taking things off of the suits of armor like the dark steel and just putting them in his like bag okay just like uh like pieces of like the gauntlets and shit like that yeah anything that's like could be taken off that isn't you know like a pauldron or anything he's just taking all okay. the smaller bits of metal off like well i don't know you guys can go do your thing okay um give me uh since you are a, a smithy and understand how these things go together uh but give me a hmm, a sleight of hand with advantage okay um, I don't think I have a bonus to slide a hand. That's a, so I'm gonna double check. I do not. So that is a 13. Okay, I'll say that you're fine. You you start pulling one of the pieces off, and you realize that much like a Jenga, uh, the wrong Jenga block, it's it kind of starts to go, and then you just kind of leave that piece there, and <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't collapse. <laughs> like, well, on, on, on second, I'm just gonna follow you guys. <laughs> uh, um, kind of push through into the room and say, uh, "All right, boys. Well, I said we just pick a door, and I walk." do straight just like from the doorway to the doorway directly in front of me okay yeah um, i will stealthily i guess and cautiously walk towards this doorway okay i will say glenn as you are moving across the room uh you catch a slight movement uh through the kind of like cracked door to your right cracked door to my right okay so um I'd say I get probably about here and I notice it and I yep. just immediately turn and face it and say, uh, Oswin's mom, is that you? Uh, you see a gray uh, face with a shock of white hair uh, looking at you through the crack in the door and then you see them move deeper into the room. Okay, Rangram, I might have been wrong earlier in the forest. I don't think it was your daughter. I think it was whatever the hell that was. And I just like, I pull my double blade scimitar off my back and I like point it as long as I can make this thing at the door, <laughs> like making distance. <laughs> like it, it went through that way, Rangrim. So should, it's going to uh, be... Check that out. 
Alright, well then, uh, I guess we just try that doorway. After you, Cosmo. Alright, well, moving on up. And so Cosmo would move across the room, and the door was closed or partially opened? It's partially open, maybe open about six inches. Well, well, we I won't... Keep your foot through the door. <laughs> but I won't be so aggressive this time. And he just kind of like, he takes, he pulls his weapons out, and he just kind of like slowly pushes on the doorway, uh, on the door, his warp. Okay. Pushing it open. Um, dope. As, as that's happening, can I do a quick scan to check above the doorways? Are there any other like indicators of, like you said, it was like bronze guard before the front door? Like I'm guessing that's the, the manor, but like are there any of the rooms in any way labeled? Is there any unique identifiers among the doors frames? Um, no, uh, you don't see anything like that. You just you just see that there is uh, like that that seemed to be kind of like a almost like a name for like hey this is where these people live. Or sure, whatever. sure, sure, sure. Okay, cool. Similar to that. Um, okay, so Cosmo, you're you're opening the door and looking into the room. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So you don't see anything. Uh, that is in the room currently. If you want to actually roll me a perception check sure. or investigation, I guess. But probably open the door and you've gone blind. Uh, it's probably the same perception investigate. Which one is it? Perception. Uh, yeah, perception's fine if you're just looking for general knowledge of the room. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. So yeah, um, you as this door opens up, um, you get the distinct, off, distinct feeling of like a, a sitting room. There's like a there's a big grand piano that's just kind of just through. You can see just the edge of it through the door. Uh, there's a couple chairs sitting in there. There's another suit of armor. This one seems a little bit uh, a little bit larger um, and not as uh, as dirty. And then there is a like a, another hearth uh, with like couches and chairs uh in front of it and then there's another like rug on the ground with a, like a small bookcase uh and that's kind of all you can see from your location and another door as well it's kind of going off to the other side uh hey there glenn there's another uh chandelier in here you want to bring your mage hand and let's get some light in this room yeah you got it and i just follow up like behind him to the doorway and do the same thing just light the chandelier within the room once i see that there's not a lot in there i kind of just walk in as well okay make my way um, the entryway. Yeah. So Cosmo, did you did you go in as well? I hadn't walked in, no. Okay. But, but I had to be within ten feet to do it, so then I will walk in. Okay. Um, awesome. So Cosmo, as you uh, well, Glenn, like you walk in and you start lighting the lantern. Um, and then Cosmo, uh, you kind of hear this like this kind of like like a sickly wet uh breathing coming from your left um my left to your left as you go into the room behind like so the door was obscuring it because when the door opened right. up it opened that way that's fine and so as you get past the door you look to your left and then uh or you don't look but that's that's where you're hearing the noise right i just uh oswin's mom you look over and you see a this this armor of something that looks very familiar to you is this spiked dark black steel armor with these just rivets coming off of all over it and there's like this this patterning of like this this dark uh like fluid that is like spattering the ground and you kind of as you follow its feet up 
and look at the face, you can see the ruined face of Cigarette Boulder Fist is standing in here with her head half caved in and like her like head and eye are just like completely and there's just like blood running down her face and like blood running out of her mouth. And then as you look at her face, she just goes, why? And you are looking at this horrifying image. It's uh, Glenn, it's Cigarette back from the dead. Hey, Cigarette, Rangrim, Cigarette's in here. No, we obviously don't also saw him. <laughs> and Rangrim just stops, like, dead in front of her. Well, uh, to answer your question, Sigrid, if I could call you that, uh, uh, we're looking for, we're looking for, uh, Oswin's mom. Have you seen her? Um, Sigrid is absolutely, is, like, not moving. You just hear this, like, ragged, wet breathing from her, and, like, she's just dragging one of the, like, the morning stars, just kind of, like, slowly kind of being dragged across the ground, and then, like, just looking at Cosmo. Uh, Glenn, what uh, you catch the uh, you catch movement out of the corner of your eye through the doorway in your right. Cigarette, you got uh, siblings? I seem to remember you had some some family around. They they here? Or are you related to Oswin? Oswin's mom? Is that you? And I like face the other doorway. Um, you see that same uh, gray face with the like long white hair and this time you see through the doorway that they are indeed wearing like a kind of black metal uh, and leather uh, armor that you have seen regalia wearing in the past. Uh, see, Rangrim, I was right. It is it is regalia. It, she's here. I knew it. She's been following us. Guys, something's going on. Cigarette and regalia. This can't be this can't be good. They're teaming up. It's the ultimate evil. We gotta do something about this. Rangrim, Get in here. I'm, I'm right here. You saw her, right? And I point to the door again. Do I see her? Yes. Then uh, I would say that you may not have, you might have caught the, you would have seen uh, when he pointed it, but at that time, uh, the, the figure would have moved deeper into the room out of view. So Rangrim might not have seen that. Well, um, might not just take your word for it. I mean, there's is, is a lot of spooky goings on, going on in, um, Maybe we should do something inside instead of just talking to Cosmo's girlfriend, what he killed. And now you're <laughs> seeing my daughter. Maybe we should do something besides talk to all these creepy things. Well, I was just trying to play cool and hope that it was just me mind. But... No, I definitely see Secret. She's definitely there. Yeah, she's definitely there. And I like bring the torch from the mage hand down by her face, like to highlight that she's there. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, um, she doesn't react to it, but this, like, you can just now see, like, her one eye that's not absolutely destroyed is, like, just this, like, completely white, like, iris. It, like, and it, as you get closer to her face, it looks, like, just mildly decomposed. Like, the, it gets even grosser the closer you get. Ugh, ugh, you guys, just don't back up the mage hand. I was better in the dark. Ugh. Well, uh, she doesn't seem as aggro as last time. I'll say, maybe, uh, Death was a good thing for you. Look good, cigarette, and I start to walk over towards the desk on the right. Um, okay, start you're trying to go making my way this way. Okay, um, are you looking through the doorway yet? Nope, I keep my eye on cigarette the whole time because <laughs> she is real and don't know where Reggie is. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I mean, you you're able to oh that so this I th I think it looks like a desk, but I think it's actually like couches with a 
uh, a rug. Oh, it. that's like a fireplace. Oh, that's yeah. nice. I like the fireplace then. Like, well, <laughs> okay. since we since we got so much time, might as well uh, maybe take a load off, see if what the afterlife is like. Cigarette, you got anything to um, share with us? Glenn, uh, so yes. I need you. I need I need to roll something against you here because you. Nothing. Yeah, just for no, for no reason. Because you you. M- m- uh, Nothing for no reason. You played yourself because you moved. Um. So that's a twenty to hit. Uh. Yeah, it's gonna hit. Okay. Um. You as you uh as you walk across the room uh you feel this just like almost as if like the not that Glenn is uh, entirely strong all the time um but you you feel just like this sickening in your stomach almost as your your stomach drops as like you feel just weaker all of a sudden um and you take nine points of necrotic damage um and your strength score is reduced by Wolf. one not your modifier but the actual uh the strength score not permanently but just like keep track of how many you've gone uh you've dropped to this point yeah we'll do hey, guys i'm uh getting a little a little tired we should probably try to wrap this up best we can and i guess visibly exhausted i say are we gonna handle this or are we just gonna stand here and what? stare at it this whole time i'm, I'm of rangrove's mindset we should get this shit settled well i mean if we just walk into the other room we'll just see if it follows us not a bad idea. So I'd walk in, I'd like turn and look down the other hallway. Uh, which one? This one. Okay. Uh, you walk to that door and kind of push it open the rest of the way and directly standing in front of you is Regalia. I attack immediately. Okay. Um, yeah, so you go to attack, uh, roll an attack on her. Okay. Uh, 20 to hit, I think. Hold on, sorry. Uh, action. 21 to hit. I assume you didn't tell anyone else this. So you just you just see Glenn walk over to the door, push it open, and then just pull his, symmetry, his double-edged scimitar off and rush into the room, um, just not saying anything. Uh, it would be out. I would just impale forward. I would just stab uh, forward. Glenn, you, uh, you dive into the room and... Uh, your double-edged scimitar comes down, and uh, you were probably expecting a uh, much more of a fight. Uh, you uh, you drive this scimitar straight into her and straight into the bookcase behind her, um, and she is absolutely just impaled on this bookcase by your scimitar. And uh, at, like as it happens, she just kind of like coughs and just like blood is just like kind of like splatters onto the uh, the handle of your scimitar um, as this thing is like just kind of holding her there like a, a big nail. So as I like after I did it, just kind of look in her eyes, I'm like. Told you I'd get you. Rangram's gonna be really mad. And I uh, start to slowly pull my double scimitar out, but I'm guessing they would have followed me if I started attacking. <laughs> um, as you pull the scimitar out, uh, you just kind of see the light uh, leave her eyes, and she collapses back and like sits, uh, like slides down the bookcase, and is just sitting there. Is she the same form? She doesn't like. Still looks like Regalia. Yes. Okay, I just stand there, kind of over her body, while I get. I'm guessing the group follows up. Rain, Rain, go, go check on Glenn. That... All right, I'll watch uh, Sigrid. All right, um, uh, Glenn, uh, what's all the shouting and the stabbing noises? You walk into the scene of Glenn standing over the uh, extremely bloody form of Regalia um, and holding his double-A scimitar, which is also covered in blood. I found your daughter. 
I want to make a perception check based on smell. Okay. <laughs> Does it uh, smell like my daughter? <laughs> uh, roll. Um, I will say you were you've encountered her recently, uh, so I will say that yeah. Uh, roll me. Uh, roll me a one with perception or with uh, with advantage. I'd be doing an investigation <laughs> check after this too to see one if she's and dead and two if it's her. Five. Oof. What is it? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Uh, you. There is. There is. Um, no smell really. There's like you smell the house. Uh, you clearly do not smell like this. Like the a familiar scent of like what your daughter would like. I guess bring to the table smell wise. Um, but. Uh, so there's a lack of nothing. There's almost like this, uh, you do pick up this like kind of faint hint uh, and you w you picked it up from the other room as well though. Like there's this kind of like faint like sulfur smell uh, in the air a little bit. I'd look at Glenn and be like, sorry bud, didn't get to kill my daughter today. Something else spooky is happening. You really, you, all the time she almost kills you. You thought it was going to be that easy this time. I, I don't know, man. I thought she was slipping. You cut your eye. It was super intense. Like, I don't know. I figured I got lucky. I don't. And so I, like, start to investigate to see if she's really dead and what she is. Because Glenn's um, not convinced that she's Regalia. Okay, so you turn back around uh, to investigate her, and as you kind of bend down, uh, you, see, you see their face just kind of, like, smile at you, and then grab your arm, uh, and I need... Oh, not dead. That is going to be a 15 to hit. That does not hit. Okay. Um, you start feeling your strength uh, weakening even more, but then it doesn't, it kind of like, it, it, it doesn't grab hold of you. And uh, they, uh, they, they kind of like, um, they just kind of like melt. Uh, or and in turn into like this black, uh, like kind of black uh, amoebic form, and then that form uh, goes underneath the bookcase. Well, you don't um, normally see that every day. Well, maybe you do. I'll, I'm you. It the surface is weird. Do you see that often? I've been oh, around a while. I've not seen that one before. That is a new right. trick. What, what is going on over there? I got a cigarette out here standing at me funny, and you two is still. Jabbering in there. Uh, Cosmo, are you still looking at cigarette? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Awkwardly staring at each other. <laughs> um, I'm really sorry about what I did to your face. <laughs> he, he's just trying. Um, I she, he uh, would probably shift towards the yeah, doorway, but yeah, move still, wherever you where, wherever you would have moved. Just okay. kind of to shift towards them. Okay, uh, so you can keep an eye on what's going on in there and what's going on in the other room, but uh you see uh, Sigrid start to kind of like move and she just kind of like looks up, like raises her hand up that's not holding the one morning starts dragging on the ground and points her finger at you and just screams and a black beam of energy shoots from her finger uh, and shoots directly at you. I think I need you to make a, yeah, constitution saving throw. Hell yeah. All about that, cons. Nat 20. Fuck. Um, you feel like so this black beam of, uh, of energy hits you and kind of like it just kind of deflects off of the gold armor. And uh, then as this thing screams, uh, it just kind of like vanishes in front of you. It's almost like they, they just kind of like 
they not vanish in the way where they just like fully vanish at one time. It's almost like they uh, turned into like a like a slight line of light, and they just went whoop, and like it closed. I got and you. They are gone. Got you. Um, so now you do not have a regalia, nor do you have a cigarette. But guys, I knew something is going on, and this is that that was not cigarette, and. We'll, you just need to keep together and just push towards the arm and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I couldn't have said it better. Uh, and I do like a quick scan of the room. Looks like we're in a library of some sorts. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Is there another? Is that a door over there? I have to, uh, I have to scan. There don't seem to be. A, there's one motor door uh, that kind of is to the left-hand side there. It looks like by that little couch. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing, or do any of these books look like they've been like maintained oh, at all? Does it all look just destroyed? Um, this, Sorry. go ahead and handle it your does, shit. No, no, no. It's good. I just, I just realized something about this room. Um, so the, the books, uh, they seem pretty ruined and, and kind of rotted. A lot of the stuff in here seems to be like pretty water damage just because of its location close to the river. Um, but I mean, if you want to do an investigation check to try to find something, uh, you can definitely do that. Sure, yeah. Uh, just looking to see if anything like looks readable or um, my guess would be since this is the Bronze Guard home, they would have some kind of tome of family lore. Oh, huh, fucking... Fuck. Uh, that's a nat one. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, while you do not find any books, uh, I'll, I'll give you this little consolation prize for your nat one. I'll say that you you the, you reach into this, uh, this bookcase to try to um, pull a book out, and the book, as you grab it, crumbles, and then you realize, and then the, the rest of the books around it, it seemed to have been, like, kind of keeping them all, the whole thing held up, and then the whole bookcase itself seems to kind of, like... <laughs> And like whole thing collapses and just fills the room with dust um, as this central bookcase ahead of you just kind of falls apart and uh, just turns into a bunch of wood chips and, uh, and, and dust and book pages. But as the dust clears, uh, you see this hearth in front of you and these chairs kind of around it. But on, above the hearth, you see this tapestry. And the tapestry seems to be showcasing a... a, a really kind of complicated but yet like you can see that there are four main lines of, of family trees of these four families and uh actually you actually will you speak elvin um so you would see that uh, on the top of it it says something about how the four families and, and some of this is obscured because of holes in the tapestry and like just dirty parts and whatever else but about four tapestry about four families and uh just being like the original uh, original houses of Sakal. And you see through this dirt and dust, um, you see the name Goldbreak, Silverstream, Bronze Guard, and Blackworm. I'm gonna like Blackworm. And uh, they're like the colors of the thread used, like it's extremely uh, intricate and the tapestry itself is probably easily a good 10 to 20 feet or 10 to 15 feet in like scale and it goes all the way pretty much to the ceiling above this hearth. Um, but the like gold break is written in gold, uh, silver and silver and, and so forth. And then black, uh, black worm is the smallest tree uh, and it is on the far right side. Um, 
One thing that does strike you as you all see this is that you, the name Goldbreak is familiar to you because the capital city in Sakal is called Goldbreak. But this is not particularly familiar to you, um, these families. Okay, cool. <clears throat> uh, yeah, boys, I don't think there's much more in here, but and point to, or I look over to Rangrip's like, there's a nice little surface history lesson for you. And I start to walk towards the other door, I guess. There's a door over here, right? Yep, that's a door. Is it open? Uh, no, it's not open. I would like to attempt to open said door carefully. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'll say that you go to grab the handle and the, the handle kind of like turns in your hand. And even with like your weakened strength, like you the door the doorknob breaks free of the door and the door like doorknob mechanism falls out of the rotted door uh and then the door just kind of pushes open easily uh i would then sneak around and if i saw cosmo here i would try to tickle his ear with my mage hand <laughs> a gucci gucci goo just a little <laughs> i assume it's invisible oh 100 okay uh slide of hand tight uh, 17. Dirty 17. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, Cosmo, what do you do? Um, I... So he tickles me. Tickle, tickle you. <laughs> but, uh, where, where was this said it came from behind you. It, it's almost a direct line. I'm just 10 feet away. Like, it's not even subtle that I did it. I'm just like... <laughs> right, so Cosmo would, uh turn and like feel the tickle and just like make like a straight swing behind him <laughs> feel the tickle uh ah easy killer we already we already cleared that other room let's go this way well, Glenn, i'm gonna get you for that start walking back into the room this way there were no other doors uh out of the library no uh, okay. it didn't seem like there were um, you can actually see, like, kind of the slight light through, like, the this extremely grungy windows uh, from the outside. Oh, those are windows. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all well, right. So I we... picked the last room, so Cosmo, your turn to pick. Well, if I remember correctly, you saw a ghost, and I went through the... Like, like Scoop. <laughs> uh, yeah, you might be onto something. However... All right, Ragam, your turn. Uh, all right. And Rangram just goes directly to this room and opens the door and goes, is there anyone else in here that Cosmo killed or Glenn wants to kill? Which door? Oh, you're going to that door? Okay. Um, uh, yeah, you, you don't, uh, you don't uh, hear anyone admitting to the fact that they, they've been killed by Cosmo or that Glenn wants to kill them. Well, ghost is clear, boys. And if there's a handle, I'm just going to turn it and try to open it. Is it locked or? Uh... Yeah, so you you turn the handle and push it, and uh, the handle falls apart in your hand, uh, and this kind of, you're just holding a doorknob, and uh, the the door just kind of like is still closed, but it's uh, it doesn't seem to be locked. Well, and I'm gonna obviously stash said doorknob. I kept I kept the previous doorknob as well for what it's nice, worth. nice, and then I'm gonna just well I already got the doorknob, and then it's gonna turn and look back at everybody. Go, go through. Go open the door. Go through the door. All right. And then I'm just going to try to boot it, like right <laughs> on where the doorknob was or as high <laughs> as my dwarf legs will go. Oh, fucking for sure. Okay, so yeah, roll me a uh, uh, athletics check. 
<laughs> Natural one. <laughs> oh no. This okay. is bad. <laughs> okay, so you kick uh you kick the door and uh it it sh- it shoots uh, like it, it basically breaks off its hinges, hits the wall behind that you realize isn't very far away from you, and then just falls back and hits you in the face. Uh, and you're going to take just a couple points of damage. Uh, three damage. points of damage as this door hits you in the mouth. <laughs> Two points of damage? Uh, four, uh, three points of damage. Right in the. Three points of damage. Right in the. And then the door just kind of fall. It hits you in the face and just kind of breaks around you as it as it hits you. Uh, now you are just like standing there and there's an open doorway. I'm just laying. On, I'm laying on my back. Room just goes. Somebody else can pick another door. Nick got you right in the kisser over there, Raingrim. And Cosmo like steps up, dusts him off, and picks him up. Oh, that's weird. If you see Sigrid again, you're gonna kiss her. Well, just I mean, you was thought about it as I like step over him and like walk into the, <laughs> the walkway. <laughs> um, yeah, you find yourself in this. Um, it, it's it's just like a short. Uh, seems like a short staircase that goes up like a very small amount, like maybe a couple, like three stairs uh, into a, uh, and then kind of goes into a smaller uh, little landing and then goes up a couple more stairs. Okay. I'd be very cautiously like moving through this landing, kind of, you know, checking my corners, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, and I'm guessing there's another door here. Yep. It just goes, uh, just goes right into, it seems like there's a, there's a door there. Uh, this door is actually open. Um, and you can just see like what looks like ex- an extremely messy and not very big room uh, past it. You can see a desk uh, with some chairs, and there seems to be something is all over the place in here. Uh, you guys follow me? Indeed, Ram would have followed Cosmo. I mean, I'm uh, sorry, Glenn, after being dusted off by Cosmo. I, uh, Glenn walks in and kind of like just starts to fan the room, keep an eye on, you know, everything takes uh, okay. a close look of the whole surroundings boys uh i think it's i think it's clear and then i would do an investigation check to see like try to discern why everything's so shuffled and disorganized and yeah, scattered um, about yeah roll me a perception check or an investigation 12 okay um as you are uh looking through the room uh you so you see uh you see, it's pretty obvious where this mess came from. There is a, there's a like a, a trunk or a chest uh, just off to the uh, left right here, um, and it is open uh, and seems to have had a bunch of stuff thrown out of it. And uh, as you're kind of looking at, at these pieces of parchment that are scattering around the ground, you get you get the kind of sense that like there was a bit of a financial problem. Um, at some point and like there was uh, something something was going on and there was like some pretty angry letters uh, going back from people uh, or to people uh, that that are kind of scattered around the room any any reoccurring names or themes motifs of who owes who money um, you catch uh, you catch that a lot of them are I mean a lot of it is addressed to uh, addressed to the uh, this this last this surname of uh, Bronze Guard um, and most of them are seemingly looking for money. So Bronze Guard owns some some Skrilla. Uh, okay, and then uh, looking at the desk, does it look like it was like the the estate desk? Like, does this look where like I don't know the office effectively? Does it seem to be where all, all business would have transpired? Uh, yes, it does. Um, so do I do I find like a ledger or anything like that? Again, like a like a family lore or anything like tied to 
um, kind of like the family history. Um, roll me, uh, roll me an investigation if you're looking for that in particular. Do you want to use the same one as before? Oh, did you? Okay, oh, gotcha. I thought that was a perception. No, that would have been uh, same bonus. Okay, I, um, I can if you'd like, but yeah, I would roll me a second one since okay. you're looking for something more in particular now. <laughs> same exact roll, twelve. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I'll say that you don't find anything of that, uh, but some there's like a slight gold uh, that catches your eye that is like kind of covered by some some of the paperwork, but you kind of it kind of glints. Uh, as you're as you're looking uh, around a room that most of the stuff doesn't glint, uh, and it just kind of catches your eye, something small. Uh, would go and kind of move the things off of it with my mage hand and start to pick it up, assuming it's under ten pounds. Okay, yeah. Um, you find a what looks like a small gold ring um, that, when inspected a little bit closer, looks like it is designed as if it's an arrow that is kind of like wrapped around. Uh, the finger, not like kind of slightly off center so that the ends aren't meeting. Uh, it's like a slight coil, but it, it's the size of a ring and it looks like an arrow. I uh, bring it kind of just back to myself, bring, bring it to the hand and look to Ranger. like, you you seem to like rings. You, you want to add another one to the collection? I like go to hand him this ring. Um, He's giving me this? I gave you one ring. I thought you're going to have all the rings, right? Eh, why not? I'm going to just take it and okay. attempt to put it on my hand. Okay. Yeah, you put it on. Um, I... Well, we're all just kind of hanging out in this room. Screw it, because uh, I'm casting Identify. <laughs> okay, awesome. Uh, yeah, so that's like 10 minutes, right? Something like that? It would be 10 minutes, but with my Ring of Rituals you gave me, it would only be five. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah, so you uh, come to, you kind of come to realize that this is a what is known as a ring of volleys. And what a ring of volleys can do is that uh, while wearing this ring, you can choose to summon a knocked arrow or bolt. Uh, whenever you draw a bow or uh, a bow or crossbow, uh, the ammunition is magical, and the arrow or bolt vanishes uh, if you don't fire it right away, uh, and it dis disappears after it hits or misses. But it basically can summon a magical uh, bolt or arrow. So this is like unlimited ammo cheat. Four. Unlimited ammo cheat, and also it's, it has the magical tag, so you, you could attack something that is, uh, you know, incorporeal. Oh, I'm looking at it, and I tell Glenn exactly what it does. I'm like, thanks, and then I leave the room. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it would look kind of cool. Uh... <laughs> and I like to Cosmo, I'm like, I don't think I'm getting that back. Uh, well, <laughs> it might take a bit of a trade. Does he even have a bow? I just he, like start to follow Rangrim. He had a crossbow, I think. I threw the crossbows at the null. I was gonna say he chucked it at the null. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just kind of defeated, I walked out of the room and start following Rangrim down the stairs. The, did, I did we catch, look? And I'm throwing it at him as he exits the room. Did we look in the chest? I did not, but I also investigated three times. The so chest, wanna... the chest was empty. Uh, oh, okay. It, it had been uh, holding all of these uh, these scrolls. Okay. Parchment. All right, Pete. All right. As long as we looked in it. Or... Well, this was uneventful, but uh, no ghost, so I uh, guess we can uh, move on back. I and mean, you guys are dwarves. If you were to keep your magical armor that you was tied to your family history, where would you keep it? I'd wear it. I don't know why Osmond was just walking around all old-like, but well, where would you put you, it? You, you know I lived in the Underdark, right? We're not normally big and cheery and like family heirlooms. And, and I mean, the other dwarf is literally wearing it. Right, I'm I'm wearing me me father's armor, but when I found it, it was uh, 
under a floorboard. It's a good floorboard. Say, we gotta start digging up some floorboards. Damn. We'll be here all night. Uh, I start walking, I guess, down to the main living room. It's like, I, I think we just need to keep keep searching, boys. Well, yeah, where you going? When, when I say it was under a floorboard, I, I, I mean, uh, oh, uh, get away. Uh, it was like, it was, my mom had it. I don't know. I don't, I'm sure it's not under a floorboard. Don't, don't go, uh, dismantling this place. As I'm about to stab into the ground to dismantle the floorboards. My, oh, oh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, taking care of most doors, try another one. I go to this door and I see if it's unlocked. Is the door unlocked, John? Um, that Dr. one. Yes, uh, the one I'm standing in front of. It is not unlocked. Uh, okay. Then I go to Which pick would it. mean it is locked. I go to pick uh, it. Yeah. yeah, I had to like, I was like, not unlocked, so. It is not, not, not unlocked. I get a pity, 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 side of hand. Oh, wow. 24 to pick the lock. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, it definitely, uh, this thing, like as you're picking it, the, uh, the, the tumblers inside just kind of seem to break apart. And then, uh, the, the door just kind of like, you're like, oh, well, I, okay. And then you just turn the doorknob. <laughs> the, the doorknob doesn't fall off this time, but the tumbler itself is, uh, destroyed. I try to like quickly break it off and try to hand it to Rangroom. Okay. I'm really uh, right now, so I doubt it works. Um, yeah, I think that uh, I think that you're able to like you basically leverage down on it a little bit, and it just breaks the entire mechanism out of the rotted door, and you just hand it over to Rangroom. So I move into the into the room, and I look around. Okay, yeah. So uh, in this room, you're kind of uh, realizing you're just kind of in the back part. Maybe this is like a more of like a quarters that would be used for storing like foods and things of that sort, like maybe more of like a, a servant's area for like preparation of meals or, or just storing long-term food. Okay. Um, I would keep kind of moving through, uh, trying to see if I can find any like, uh, like closed compartments, like <laughs> wherever you might store precious, like a, like a, a safe looking thing or anything that's kind of like a, a secured door that there might be potentially uh, yeah. a suit of armor in. Yeah, Brandon so uh, would also be following suit, doing a very similar thing, but his investigation is a lot less uh, uh, tactful, I guess you could say. I'm just kind of <laughs> knocking stuff over, but I am like like looking for things. Okay, uh, the do the door the door in front of you, Glenn, is uh, it seems to be a little bit more sturdy than the other ones. It is like it has that iron edging to it, so that the the frame itself is made out of like an iron, uh, and it is locked. Why don't, uh, why don't you let me have a go with this one? Well, all right. And I take a couple steps back, go to like the other side of Rangrim. Uh, Cosmo just takes his war pick and knocks down on the, nor the doorknob. Okay. Uh, yeah, roll me a uh, athletics check. Athletics. Uh, that is a 19. Okay. Yeah, you, uh, you nail this doorknob and it just like kind of bends and you hear the uh the bar on the other side of the door kind of like it, as it as it kind of bends down it seems to pop the uh whatever locking bar had been on the other side of the door off and you hear it kind of clatter to the ground with like a heavy metal noise and then the door uh kind of just like creaks open and then kind of hits against the the steel bar that's on the ground and uh doesn't open the rest of the way but it's just kind of partially open now uh, oh damn cosmo it's a hell of a way to open a door. Well, most of these doorknobs have just been falling off anyways, so... 
They get one. They, they, they have not been that hard. And did uh, the doorknob actually break free of the door? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll say yeah, it does. The same. Six. You get a doorknob. Six. Four doorknobs so far. <laughs> a one, a two. <laughs> uh, Cosmo uh, just again uses his war pick to push the door open. Okay. Uh, as you push into this room, the room is fully engulfed in these purple mushrooms. It seems that they've like kind of come out of its small room. Uh, that seems to have been some sort of like small secluded study of sorts. Uh, and also like almost like trophies. There's like animal heads on the walls that have like partially rotted away down to just skeletons. And the uh, there's like this kind of really creepy looking, the hearth, this like large fire hearth that's on one side of the wall is, uh, completely illuminated in this like violet light as these like mushrooms have grown out of it and are completely kind of growing up the far wall of the room and uh the 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 mist is like very very dense in this room and as you open it it kind of floods into part of the house again um but it is also illuminating this very shiny uh armor that is standing in the center of the room um this armor is unlike any of the other armors you've seen in this house so far it is uh like even though it's covered in like a layer of dust and a layer of cobwebs, it is still like really, really, really uh, shiny. And, and this seems to be more of like a silver than like a dark steel. On the pauldrons on the side are uh, what look like dragon heads. And then in the on the shield in the front, there is the side profile of a dragon. And if, um, actually all of you can do a history check. Okay. Um, I also, as I kind of see the room, um, I am going to cast uh, my divine sense again. Okay. Uh, to yeah, but I'll also roll my history check. Okay. Got a big old nine. Eleven. Eleven, eh? A twelve. Um. We are not well read. Okay, so wait, so 12 was the highest? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, you, okay, with the, who got the 12? <laughs> okay. Cosmo. Cosmo. Um, in your father's stories, you will have read about uh, before the Sundering, there was uh, one of the main gods of the old gods uh, was the platinum dragon god known as Bahamut. And this armor is the armor of a cleric of Bahamut. Um, I think this is the armor we're looking for, Glenn, right? I need, I'm walking right in the room. Well, I thought it was supposed to be leather armor. I don't think he really described it all that well. He just said it was really nice armor. I, I think Ranger might be right. Uh, so, Cosmo, uh, you cast your design sense, and uh, you get the feeling of the same uh, three fiend, or four fiends uh, and one... Uh, Actually, I'm sorry. That is backwards. I got that wrong last time too. Uh, it is one, one big, big, uh, strong fiend, uh, and four uh, like kind of smaller undeads that you're getting the sense of. And as you're doing this channeling, this sense, uh, you feel uh, one of those undead. You're feeling all of them move, but one of them moves uh, into the room, and uh, and then that's what you get the feeling of, uh, and that's that's kind of where your design sense. Ends. Rain Graham, don't don't touch the armor just yet. 
I'm like, it's divine sense, not design sense. Divine sense. Design sense. This is where your design sense ends. Oh, oh, oh it cracks me up. Oh, that's, that's but, like a magazine that I keep getting in the mail that doesn't yeah. have my name on it. Yeah. It's, it's current resident. Yes. Design sense, current resident. Our, our valued neighbor. But he just clearly just starts to uh, kind of come in and just... But that I just certainly would not have put that trim there. This is just really bad. <laughs> the way the room is set, it just doesn't feel right. The Wayne's coating is totally off. The shroom, the shrooms really crowd the room. It's just, <laughs> it's just needs it needs some design sense. Uh, it needs some design sense. Oh, good. Call oh, queer uh, eye. All right. So, uh, as Cosmo's telling me not to touch the armor, I'm still just in the room, like. Still, like about to touch it but i'm like hesitant now looking at cosmo like what why uh as as you're doing that the armor uh armor reaches up with the with the hand that's that you hear the shield drop to the ground and the armor goes clink clink and grabs your hand and then uh just kind of pulls your hand down and then the other hand comes down with this mace that it has in the other hand uh and rangram i'm gonna do an attack on you Nice. Freaking cigarette. It's not real. Oh, that's a nat one. Um, it goes to hit so you many with this, nat ones. It goes to hit you with this uh with this mace, and the gauntlet comes off of the end of its hand, and the, the gauntlet and the mace go uh shooting across the room uh as if they were like not connected properly, and so now it is handless and it just kind of looks down at its own hand, and you can see that there's this like black shadowy material coming out of it that was filling that that void um, i didn't and... i didn't touch it it still wasn't me i didn't touch it what? it touched me and uh it, this this awkward uh, this awkward situation now where it's looking at its hand and it's still holding rangram and just kind of looks over at you guys and then uh you see a black shadow drop out of it and shoot across the floor into the wall and the armor collapses uh well boys uh i say we all grab as much of this as we can and we run the hell out of here Agreed. Rangram, throw, throw us what you can. Rangram's like putting the helmet and like the gauntlets on awkwardly and like throwing the pauldrons and the chest plates <laughs> over to them. Assuming um, they're way too big and it's like very much like a 90s kid like putting trash cans on to like fight the ghosts in his house kind of look. <laughs> um, so you uh, you hear what sounds like as you're doing this, as you're clanking, uh, I you your passive perception i think would be strong enough to hear rangrim that uh i think yours is the highest but all of you hear it uh, you hear the sound you hear the sounds of clanking uh of other suits of armor uh seemingly moving towards your location but well uh let's get this quickly i think we've pissed it off yeah uh, you see you see a suit Ow. of armor uh burst through the door uh on at like that you were in the that you're currently in the room of uh where you were picking up that stuff just kind of bursts into that room are we currently holding all of the armor like do we have it all in our possession distributed among the three of us uh were you able to pack it away I would just be holding it in my arms I think <laughs> okay then yeah then that's that's what's currently going on as this thing bursts through the other end of the room uh Cosmo would just be like, I'll get it, you guys go. And he just like runs in to like hit this armor. Okay. Uh yeah, roll for an attack. Uh we can we, we actually we can do this kind of casually right now, but yeah, roll for an attack. Sure. Um let's see. 
to hit is a, it's a 19. Uh, yes, that absolutely hits. Okay. Um, and so that would just be like 10 damage. 10 damage, okay. Uh, so you hit this thing and you, you hit it pretty much like right in, uh, where are you hitting it actually? Uh, right in the shoulder. Okay, uh, you knock the uh, whole arm and shoulder off of this this thing, uh, and there's just this like black undulating uh, shadow form that is inside of it. Um, he would definitely kind of swing back down and try to attack? yeah try to hit it again in the other arm. Okay, uh, and that is a dirty twenty four. Okay, hit. yes, that definitely hits. Okay. Um, and that would be another eight damage, but on the other shoulder. Uh, yes. So with that, uh, you, you hit it in the shoulder and it seems to like, uh, it actually knocks the, the whole chest piece sideways and the top part comes off the bottom part. And then this, the, uh, you see the kind of black form kind of ooze out the bottom of it. Not like ooze. It's kind of like, uh, more shadow than anything else. And it kind of hits mm. the ground and then, uh, shoots back out the doorway, uh, and around the corner. Uh, guys, I'm not really convinced these things actually fight us. I said we get the hell out of here, and I, I say we keep in. So, do the two of them have all the armor? Is that how we that happened? Or I don't, I think so. Well, I yeah, know I, I were carrying all of it. Yeah, I at least I know I picked up the the mace that it had, and I I literally put the gauntlets and the helmet on. But I'm still running out with whatever else I could carry. Okay. I'm yeah, I, I'd be carrying the chest plate, um, and if the legs are ornate i would be carrying those but i would just be like holding them i wouldn't be okay wearing them was, I, I don't know if they're was if that's there part a, of the armor was there a shield john dm uh yes there was a shield too okay um then i could i would put my shield on my back and pick up the other one okay that uh yeah and it's a pretty big one it's like a it's like a not like a tower shield but it's like a kite shield it's pretty big well, we're all single file running through the house. Or you, okay, you go follow me. Right. Yep, I'm uh, running right back up behind Glenn. <laughs> Glenn, uh, as you run into the room and you look back, you look forward, and this rug, as uh, red rug, has lifted into the air and is uh, is it just kind of like whips towards you and wraps around you. Fuck. And so you guys, you guys go and oh. you guys are going to the room, and this fucking rug just wraps Glenn up uh, into a big old uh, into a big old cocoon uh, and. You are currently being suffocated. Don't I get a strength check to save against it? Sure, I guess. Fine. Don't I get really... to use the dice to pray to something? <laughs> yes, you do. You get. Uh, yeah, you get to be able to uh, roll a strength, a strength check, a strength saving throw. throw. Yeah, it's a natural eighteen. Okay, uh, so you're able to uh, pull yourself, uh, kind of like fight your way out of this thing uh, by just kind of like slipping out of it, I assume. Uh, but this uh, this rug kind of like is curled back now like a, like a cobra uh, in front of you, kind of like right here. Okay, I would uh, take, I mean, if we're taking actions, I would uh, take a bonus action dodge, I guess, and just run right by it. I would just full okay. sprint. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, so you run straight through the room into here, and you come face to face with what looks like Regalia. Perfect. I've run right through her. <laughs> I just, I'm holding the armor in front of me, and I just truck sticker just straight through. <laughs> full, full sprint. 
Um, I do okay. not slow down in any way. Okay, uh, you. So you're grabbing. Uh, you knock into her, and this she is corporeal, and you're like she's like basically being held up. I guess you're running through like this, and her arms are around you. Um, sure. You you feel uh, you feel just this surge of pain as uh, it feels like like these horrible claws just kind of scrape your back. Um, and I'm gonna take an attack on you. It's hot. Oh, actually, fuck that. I cast shield as a reaction. Okay. What's up? When um, I see her, I just, just throw up a shield. I'm like, no, and I just keep running through her. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so she's scraping down on you, and it's her claws are not able to get purchased. But you now have, or can see that like her hands have like they've elongated into these nasty fucking claws that are coming out of her hands. As I push through, I just yell back to Rangum, like, your daughter's super clingy. I just try to keep going. <laughs> Um, so as she realizes she's not getting any purchase on you, uh, she just does that scream again and then just like, whoop, and just like kind of folds in on herself into so like much. the middle. Um, I hate and, that uh, so much. and you now have no resistance and you go barreling out of the front door and fall <laughs> down the stairs <laughs> outside of the, uh, outside of the house. And you are now currently outside. Tight. Um, so uh, Cosmo would have walked into the room and saw this rug making its attack on uh it's curled up like the fucking rug from aladdin currently okay uh so osmo is gonna make a ranged attack and try and stick this thing <laughs> with a light axe like into the ground <laughs> okay oh, yeah cool. yeah for sure do Just it anchor it um okay oh that looks that feels good it's a rug how hard can it be to hit <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a dirty 20 uh, that definitely hits the rug. All right, so uh, Cosmo throws his axe, wore like little <laughs> light axe thing, down at it into the ground to try and pin this thing into the floor. Okay, yeah, I'll say that uh, you're able to stick it in one of the far corners uh, so that it is not able to reach you uh, and like move freely. Uh, run, Grain Grim, run! <laughs> and Cosmo is leading the charge uh, towards the front door with his kite shield out. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll say that you're able to, uh, you're able to, uh, get out, um, you're able to get out the front door as well. Oh, like, okay. You, yeah, you, I'll say that you're able to get past. Okay. I, well, uh, roll me a, um, okay. uh, roll me a athletics, I guess, for running. Oh, okay. Oh my god, I keep accidentally grabbing the fucking... Foot. It's fine. Um, my, my, my athletics would be an 18. Okay. Um, yeah, so you're, uh, you're running, you're running out of the door, uh, and Rangram, you see these, uh, these, like, bolts, these magical bolts come flying from, uh, out of one of the door, like, the corners of the room, and, and you see just for a split second what looks like the, uh, this kind of, like, decrepit, gross, uh, form of this, like, kind of crouching creature that you have not yet seen, and it's only there for, like, a second as it casts a spell and then disappears again, um, and... Rangram sees it. It's okay. it's hitting you in the back with a spell, uh, and that spell is magic missile. So I don't have to roll to hit you. Um, I have a shield on my back. You do have a shield on your back, uh, but these these uh, these kidding. magical these magical bolts hit you. Uh, that's so that's uh, eleven damage as these uh, these three magic bolts uh, kind of hit you in the back uh, and kind of propel you forward as you go. Uh, also shooting out the doorway and kind of like jump like falling fall running down the stairs and find yourself outside uh, just like, Rangram? uh Rangram would just be 
following behind, but like looking backwards. And then he is also going to, because as we all know, we all got him, pulling out one torch, lighting it with the ring of rituals, and just throwing oh. it over his shoulder as he exits the house. <laughs> cool. Um you okay. Uh so as you're as you're leaving, um, as you're leaving, you um you see like the form of what you would perceive to be your grandfather. Um, and he's, he's just kind of over in that corner and he's just, he's just, help me, Rangrim. Mm, I don't know. And I'm like about to throw the torch. Like, <laughs> mm. help, help me, Rangrim. And then their hand goes up like this and a black beam shoots out of it at you. Um, I need you to do a constitution saving throw. He's a dwarf. He's a dwarf. I am a dwarf. Grandpapa, why? Why, Grandpa? But why? Uh, con, con save, you said? Yes. That is an 18. Fuck. Okay, yeah. So you uh, you make the save. Um, you feel yourself, like, weakening for, like, a second as this beam hits you, but then it doesn't really take. Uh, you're able to shrug it off, uh, and then uh, it, this creature just kind of, like, looks very frustrated, and you see the guys falter for a second, and that, like, crone, like, just kind of crouched figure with the long clawed hands is uh looking at you and it just and then it just kind of like is glaring at you from inside this corner and you see these shadows kind of start creeping up and these like these these the kind of blobs of black are kind of raising up in front of her in this in this room and there's like four of them in front of her uh Rangrim is gonna go with his previous action except he's going, my grandfather couldn't do that and he's gonna yeet the torch like directly in its face <laughs> Like, full Aragorn throwing a torch at a ring wraith and then make his way right out of a bedroom. Uh, the room, yeah. rather, not the bedroom. The bedroom? No, so you're nice. running out the front. Yeah, out of the bedroom the again. Shaft in a bedroom with the grandpa again. <laughs> oh, uh, weird. Um, make a range attack throw. Ah, oh, that's cocked. Strong choice of 15. words. Okay. Um... So yeah, you 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 heat this thing across the room, and it uh, it it doesn't hit. Um, they are able to move out of the way of it, but it hits that uh, that rug, and the rug just like absolutely bursts into flame. And the uh, with how dry everything was in that building, like it pretty quickly catches. Uh, it, it starts getting traction. And uh, are you guys just waiting and watching as this building burns? Well, yeah. So like as I ran out. And you know, flew through the door, uh, kind of like picking myself up, and then Cosmo comes flying out through the door, and I'm like helping him get up. And I'm guessing we see Rangrim just come flying through the door, and there's a big old flame behind him. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I and like I think as he was running out, he kind of just hopped the torch backwards, and as he kind of jumped backwards out of this thing, as this thing started lighting he come, on fire, he, he comes barreling out of that door like Shrek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this this building uh, very quickly is just like fully engulfed in flame, and you're starting to hear these just like agonized screams. Um, and the uh, the these shadowy forms, uh, you see them kind of like whip out of uh, out of the building as it starts catching fire in like diff four different directions. Um, but the other figure itself, like you just hear screams uh, and these like unhuman screams, and then you don't hear them anymore. And the roof of the structure uh, seems to cave in on itself as it continues to catch fire and after a pretty short while um, luckily the forest is far enough away from this building that it's not going to catch the forest on fire but um, after a pretty short while this uh, this building is burned down to not much more than just 
cinders and a couple of the uh, structural supports. As it's just like going to flames, we just Flynn looks over and just like dust himself off. He's like, ah, guys, that uh, that escalated quickly. That was that was a lot. That was it, right? Well, hopefully this guy pays well because that was quite the to do. Yeah, I hope he pays us on delivery. Yeah, I hope he pays well too. And like, super <laughs> obvious, like. <laughs> You, you blink at me because you only have one eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there something? Are you okay? Is there something in your eye? Oh, yeah. There's stuff all in my eyes. Um, That's a good idea, though. We should do that more often if, when we run into trouble. Just what? Burn it down? Light, yeah. light the whole building on fire? Right. Um, oh, okay. As long as we're responsible, Orson, that'd be fine. I don't know how to do that. Sure. Well, we didn't set the forest on fire, so that seems wise. Do we need like? Yeah, you made Smoky Bear happy today. <laughs> do but... we need to set like a burn break, or what do we need to do? Like, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I don't know. I say we get this back on the cart. We get the hell out of this mushroom-infested demon forest. Right. And I turn around and I look for the road. Uh, you turn around and standing in the uh, right by the road, you see two spectral figures and shit. Uh, standing, and then a smaller spectral figure that is uh, about maybe half their height, and they're just standing in the road. Uh, Oswin's mom? I wave. While I'm holding all the armor in the other hand. Um, she, you see her, uh, her hand comes slowly up like this. Hi, how are you? Are you, how close are you guys? Are you guys going over to them? Or are you well, just talking about them? I'm moving. We have pivoted and we have seen them and now I'm not moving. We are I'm aware of their presence. Yeah. That is it. Um, I believe that at that point they would uh, disappear from over there and show up a little bit closer so that I don't have to yell. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, so they, uh, they, they kind of like and then turn into the, like the balls and then uh, show up, uh, pop up kind of right in front of you guys. Like not right in front of you, maybe like a, a 10 to 15 feet away. Nice to meet you, how are you? Um, the, uh, the small figure of the, what looks like a small boy um, uh, just says, thank you. Thank you so much. She, she had trapped, I guess my, my father had made some sort of deal for our souls in exchange for wealth of some sort. And he's kind of looking back at his father and his father just like seems to be like absolutely like ashamed of, of what he's done. But um, he seems to be looking at his, uh, at his wife um, and uh, the, the small boy just continues. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it long enough for you to get that armor back to me, but I appreciate it all the same. Oswin! See guys, this is who I was talking to you about. This is Oswin. He's the old hey. man. Ozzy, it's an all. You, you don't uh, recognize him? He's around the town all the time. Me and Ozzy, we go back. I never met him before. And you said, old oh, man, is a little boy. And he's a bit dickhead of a dad here. Oh, I'm very confused. Uh, Oswin, he just... What What do we do with the armor now? Just whatever whatever you see fit. Uh, you've You've more than earned it. We've, you've helped us and my family to be free. My family and my, my mother and father have been trapped here since they died. And I would have had the same fate. Uh, I would have been captive of that night hag as well if you hadn't destroyed her. 
Is is that what we will see? They was taking some very interesting forms. Among other things, uh, from my understanding, they have the ability to see your deepest nightmares and make them real. I hate carpets. But <laughs> that's I... that's just because you don't have any design sense. Yeah. <laughs> if. Full circle. Full circle. I quit. I quit. Uh, it it doesn't matter to me. Uh, if you ever find any other Bronze Guard uh, family, then you're more than happy to pass this armor on to them. But I trust that you'll find it a good home. Just my my one request is, once you do make it back to Tin Town, just just see that I'm taking care of uh, and have a nice view. What is? Uh... We look to. Uh hopefully find that 2,000 gold on your body and <laughs> wish you well in the afterlife. <laughs> and he just, like, kind of shoo, like, waves to him, like, bye, 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 Oswin. Wait, 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 wait. Bye, Oswin. 2,000 gold? Bye, bye, Oswin. Um, he, uh, he, he just kind of winks at you and, uh, just looks up at his mother and father and, uh, his mom, his mom kind of puts a hand on his shoulder and, uh, they both, they all three just kind of seem to become less corporeal and uh, similar actually to the what you've seen happen with Chandrell when she disappears to the astral plane is like um, they just kind of disappear and uh, are just gone. That's a real disappointment about that gold. What? Well boys, back to the car, shall we? And I just Wait start a minute. Like, walking towards the road. Glenn. <laughs> Keep you... walking. Come on, guys. We gotta, we gotta go. <laughs> Right. Gotta get the um, hell out of this creepy forest. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, you uh, are you all are just heading back to the cart. Okay. So as you're uh, uh, as you're walking back to the cart, uh, you're noticing uh, one thing in particular: the, the the haze seems to be kind of like lessening and dissipating, and there seems to be more of a wind than there was. Like that was one thing that like there was none of before. It was like was any kind of breeze or wind going through these trees. It's almost like it's it's like was being uh, sheltered or something. Something was keeping that at bay, and now the the elements have returned to the forest. And the actual mushrooms themselves, though, still like purple in color and seem to like do have a little bit of like a a, a sparkle to them. They seem to be dimming. They're not like as bright as they were before. And it, it, as those kind of are are, are dimming, the uh, like the hazes is, is dissipating, and you're able to. Uh, by the time you get back to the cart, uh, it seems like both uh, Champagna and Kalogne are uh, both kind of like waking from their sleep. There they are, and he goes up, and Rangram's just like patting the donkeys. That's <laughs> a good donkey, and he's gonna hop back in the cart, and he's gonna look. Rangram's gonna look over at Glenn and say, "Um, you, you want to just throw that over here with me?" And um. Seeing as we didn't get paid for anything, I could do something with that armor because none of us got paid. Yeah, it's uh, a real, real travesty. But well, we somebody I, I, mentioned two thousand gold, and it was Glenn. Yeah, remember that was the uh, the the payment. Remember, it was it was upon delivery. All right, you got me. I I gotta be honest. I uh, I got paid up front. The the old man was gonna kick the bucket. I got paid in full. I think it was more uh, to free the family, so I'll, I'll happily spit it with you guys. A no, little, a little less for Rangrim because he gets the armor. Apparently, well, I think no. I could be pretty sneaky with this bright, shiny, super heavy silver armor. 
Right. Well, I start to put on the chest plate and it's just gigantic. Yeah, I was going to say it's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty big. Whoever was wearing it was probably uh, of a much uh, greater stature. Than Glenn? Uh, yeah, like what built wise. Oh. Glenn's it's, tall, but uh, so it probably looks like you hung it on a, on a, on a, like a felt. armor rack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeesh. Oh, I, I'll, I'll I take pull. that stuff off your hands for, for now. And, um, you and Cosmo can split that um the thousand gold that he did pay you. <laughs> and I I just blink at Rangrim like it's all good. I can share. <laughs> I, Cosmo, I was just trying to pull a quick one on you. I was gonna I was gonna split the whole time, but uh, you always have such moral compass on these kind of things. I didn't didn't want you to think less of me for doing it just because there was gold involved. You know, I want you to uh, think that it was more behind my decisions than just financial reasons. Uh, I understand that. I reckon it's uh, similar, but we've done a lot in the name of gold these days. So, uh, well, I mean, you did bet on me life. I did. I thought I was going to do better on that one. We had your back. We were going to, I mean, maybe not pop her face like you did in there. That was a little much, but, you know, we would have we would have had your back. I appreciate that. And I load the armor up next to the seat next to... Um, Rangrim and I like just kind of climb my way to the top. Say like, Cosmo, you wanna wanna pop a squad up here with me? Need someone to play cards with. Right. Well, I'm not very good with cards, but uh, I'll squat. <laughs> I uh, like extended arm to pick him up, um, kind of like help him up towards the top. Uh, I have to say, boys, uh, since uh, Oswin is gone, do we really have to go back to Tin Town? Oh, that's a good point. Well, I figured we want to offload this and either sell this armor or something, but it sounds like Rangram's got something in mind. Where where to next? Well, where where was that other place? The um, the depths. The, the depths. The depths. That sounds spookier than that fucking old house we were just in. Well, uh, it was the Ebon Depths. Mm, way less spooky. Right. Well, it's because oh, that's I... the mining stuff. Well, it's underground. We're dwarfs. Yeah, and slavers and stuff. We could do that. The Evan Depths. Uh, we can actually, if you want to pop that map up, we can take a look. Oh, sure. Let's do north. Yeah, so it'd be north. Uh, it's almost, honestly, it's probably almost directly north of you guys uh, because you're deep into the highwood at this point. Uh, so, but you're along the river. So you'd have to cross the river, find a place to cross the river. Um, if, if you want to go all the way back to the original uh, main pass, you can, but that's going to be a little bit out of the way because you have to go west and then uh, back east again. Uh, or you can find a way to potentially cross the river uh, while in the highwood and go straight north, and then you would be able to hit the Evan Ridge uh, and try to find the Evan Depths there. Yeah, I think we I think we head north towards the... Uh, sorry. It, Glenn says, uh, yeah, I think we just, according to the map that we had, uh, we bought back into town, we just head north, and we might have to cross a river, but between the three of us, I'm sure we can find a way to get Champagne and Cologne across nice and safe. What do you guys think? Oh. Well that sounds all right to me. I got some things to be doing along the way, so you might have to drive the cart on occasion, but um, that's about it. Maybe we could stuff off somewhere and get some ale. That would be nice. i right. say the closer we get to nighttime, too, I'd love to take a nap. I uh, kind of got my ass kicked by I don't even know what in there. 
as we're like leaving, I'd be using my mage hand to just like pick a handful of those mushrooms from afar. Um, do they let the cloud spores out at all, or those the plumes of spores? So as the mage hand picks it up, if like you, it, it, it maybe squeezed it a little bit too hard when it first picked it up, um, and it kind of made it do that. But it um, as it's kind of carrying it after that first, uh, I guess like uh, rupturing of them, it doesn't seem to continue to produce the spores. It's only when they're uh, like disturbed, essentially. Okay. So I would like I imagine since we're kind of meandering the donkey speed, um, mm -hmm. he would just pick like ten of them across however long before they're gone. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I think that uh, that is totally doable. Anything? Anyone else want to do anything? Nothing. Ranger would just be tinkering with his um, little makeshift forge that he's been goofing off with with the magic bellows and things. Um, awesome. Yeah, so as you all are heading north uh, through the woods and kind of like finding your own path, uh, and it, you're kind of trying to figure out a way to get north at this point, and uh, I think what I'll leave it with today is that this is what the audience sees. Somewhere in a place not far away, uh, we see a figure standing atop the crest of a hill, their metal body gleaming in the setting sun, and their duster uh, blowing in the wind, a huge... Uh, just massive double-handed sword on their back. And that's where we'll end it tonight. Mm. I wonder deal. who that guy might be.